Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better. Welcome to another episode of The Wellness Collective. We're here today. We're going to talk about... Balls. Balls. <laughs> oh, Cecilia. <laughs> Sorry, just okay, occurred to me. I um, thanks for that. What's this one going to be about? It's going to be about balls, playing with balls. Cecilia, are you brain fried? I am really brain fried today. You okay? But, you know, I reckon that makes this podcast episode just that Even little bit. Even better, yes. More um, interesting. <laughs> um, absolutely. Uh, do you need a hug? It is Friday. I do need a hug. I have just, I've had a week, you know. I was sick last week and you got to power through with everything you still need to do when you're sick and you don't have a nine-to-five job where they pay you to stay home. So, but I did this week have my first day on the couch in front of Netflix in about three, four years. Did you like it? Oh, man. You're going to do it again sometime? so too? good. <laughs> so good. And um, I watched a little bit of Insatiable, which yes. is a new show that's yes. on um, Netflix. Netflix, yes. And uh, there is rumours around these corridors that we might be talking to the star of that yes. um, particular show on Netflix very soon Exciting. in an episode of the Wellness Collective. Um, and I also watched that one about the cult, Wild Wild oh, Country. I don't you know this that? one, No. I'm worth fasc- watching? Well, worth f- being sick for? Fascinated by this idea that people just holus bolus jump into something and follow somebody yes. and will do absolutely everything, change their life, move to the middle of nowhere to just be part of this, you know, movement, I suppose. Mm. I don't know what happens in the end yet. Hopefully right. it doesn't all end badly. I like can't some spoil of them it for did. you because I don't oh, have watched, watched it. it. No, I, oh, I can't spoil it for you because mm. I haven't watched it. But um, it's particularly interesting that it's got to get to the point of it being so bad for us to rest. Oh, you know? absolutely. And you've been sick, I've been sick, we've all been. Yeah. We're the wellness collective. We're really yeah, yeah. we're really living up to our, <laughs> our name right now. Yeah. Um, we are human, however, and we do have another human in the studio with us today. That's right. This is a person who's going to talk to us about balls, but not the sort you're thinking <laughs> of. Hello. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Shani, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I would love to. My name is Shani Layton. I am uh, ex-Australian netballer and uh, more recently retired from the Collingwood Magpies netball team and they are right. And I'm very good at handling balls. <laughs> particular <laughs> ones. Particular ones in particular, yeah. You really Round, take the idea of having a few balls in the air to the yeah. new level. Well, oh, we can, yes. you know. So we we often work in pairs and partners. And so, you know, you have two balls going at the one yeah. time. So you're throwing with your right hand and then you're passing <laughs> over your left and bouncing higher. Um, yeah, so, so we're very we're, we're very talented. So, Shani, how old are you? I am 30 years old. And that f- feels like not, not old and young but retired. How yeah. does that work? It's in it. It's, I find retirement such a bizarre word and I didn't want to use it because of the fact that it made me sound really old. But I think for me it was more the fact that I was just stepping away from netball. So I think the thing with sport, um, which is quite confronting, is that you put all your time and effort yeah. into something. And so for you guys, you know, your wellness collective and your degree or whatever work you might be in, um, which you can follow on with forever. Whereas when you're an athlete, that just ends and all of a sudden you have to start again. And now I'm at that scary phase where I have to be really really crap at something to be able to get good at it all over it again. It is. It's really, really a huge thing for, well, I always think of football players. You know, back in the olden days, they used to run a pub or they were teachers or the yes, physiotherapists. Absolutely. or They had a day job as well yeah. as being a footy player. Mm. But these days, I'm talking about AFL particularly, it's a full-time job being an athlete in that 
realm. And I don't know whether your netball career was full-time as well, but it's mm, all your eggs in absolutely. one basket. So and I can't imagine what it's like to be looking down the barrel of the rest of your life. Yeah. What's and your plan? Well, oh, I've got so much on, which is just really exciting. And I think I'm fortunate enough to be a part of the massive, I guess, growth of where women in sport is going at the moment. And I still want to play a massive role in that, even though it's not on the court. But I almost feel like I can almost have a bigger influence off the court because when you play, you have to be so politically correct with what you're (laughs) saying. And I would never say anything um, that would put the sport into disrepute because I love it so much. And it's such an amazing vehicle for women, especially in Australia and the most participated um, sorry, participated uh, female sport in Australia, but to be able to sit on the outside and push them and maybe say a few things that I wouldn't have been able to on the inside is really exciting. I absolutely love the media. I love having a chat and a yarn, so I'm very excited to be here today with you guys. And I just love being fit. Um, I took six months off last year and that's when I really started to come to terms with the fact I was moving into a different phase of my life. And I realised that I would be more than happy just sitting in a gym all day, every day, just training women. So I'm going to go get um, my personal training um, certificate, license, whatever they like to call it in this day and age, um, and just be in a gym. And because for me, what it gave me was um, what I worked on in the gym gave me so much confidence in real life to be able to back yourself and push yourself. And when you feel like you can't do it anymore, by able to do something like that, it correlates so well into real life. And so yeah. I want to really be able to help women do that in the gym to help them in real life as well. It doesn't mean you've got to get massive bulky or anything. You know, I love, no. a, I love a good bicep. <laughs> However, um, that's not the purpose of it. Yeah. But- <laughs> Oh, go on. No, I was going to say, we've had some really good conversations. Like, you know, Shani's been a patient as well. I'm allowed to say that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, And, yeah, you put it on Instagram, so I am allowed to say that. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, outside of sport, some of the things that you talk about and that you're passionate about, and I think it translates, obviously, um, from, you know, anyone who's highly driven and highly motivated and really wants to succeed, but how that translates when you are off the court, I think Mm. is really interesting as well. And, you know... Not to say you're crazy, but the ones that I have the crazy, crazy ideas and <laughs> the ones that believe they can do it are going to do I it. I am that. So, how is crazy. it that you can then take what you've done on the court, mm. off the court, moving forward in person? Like, what's going to make you different? Do you know what? You really have to reflect on the career that you've had because, as I was saying before, if you just walk away and leave it behind, you feel like you don't have anything and you don't know anything. But you do learn so many amazing skills, how to perform under pressure. Um, I've been lucky enough to be on Bounce on Fox Footy this year as well and be on that. And I get really nervous on live mm. TV because oh, yeah. I never know There's no safety what the net. hell is going to come out of my mouth ever. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a massive swearer, which I promise you guys I will not do here today. But it's all right. It's not up to um, us to put the little E next to it. Someone else does that. Yeah. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And that was Shani Layton. Um, however, to be able to know what you need to say at the right time, but when obviously you get nervous and for anyone that's been in public speaking, whether it's at your school or on oh, radio yeah. or on TV and you get that brain freeze, there's no nothing worse. You can feel the blood rising, you know, or might even be talking to a really attractive boy. You just absolutely lose it. So for me, you know, I was on TV the other night and I was like, Shani, you need to say this at this time. Breathe, breathe, just breathe. breathe. And I could use those techniques that I'd used on the netball court to be able to do that. And you know what? No, I don't really want to go and train at the moment because I was training 11 times a week. But, um, you know, for my mental health, I know how important it is to keep myself on track. So I just can't think about it. You know, if you think about things too much, you yeah. just don't do them. So as kind of set the alarm, roll out of bed and just get your ass to the gym to go Mm. for a run or whatever it might be. 
And so those skills that transfer over. And for me, um, I guess in regards to saying what will help me moving on is just my ability to be myself and um, be me unapologetically, which I'm quite well known for. And so I think that's what differentiates me that, you know, I might not always say the right thing, but I'm always really honest and trying to say, trying to have an impact and influence, especially for young girls growing up with their confidence and showing them that you can be at the top, but don't put us on a pedestal because we're still human. I think... um, I personally, I hate the gym. I like what you say about you want to be there every day because when you find your space and you're happy there, it's amazing. Yeah. But for me, the gym was just it's just torture. <laughs> but I don't think you would be the only uh, one. But this is what I was going to say. So I think for you coming in and working in that environment and having the background that you've got and being an inspiration to mm. people that <laughs> need a little bit of motivation is yeah. great because sometimes I reckon the most I ever got out of having a gym membership was when I used to go with a guy that I worked with at the radio station and we'd go every a couple of times during the week because he'd finish work at 1 o'clock and I'd finish at one o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. So the you need your dead. accountability, buddy. Yeah. As well. And he'd come up to me and he'd go, come on, mate. Come on, mate. Come on, mate. <laughs> lift, and lift. just that little, like, just having him just, like, I'm watching you. Yeah. It was enough to keep me moving it's along. It's very good to have the accountability, buddy. However... I have someone in oh, my life that husband. takes it to the next level. And last week when I was diagnosed with the shingles, yeah. he turned around and the first thing, the mm. first thing he said to me was, do I need to suspend your gym membership? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was I actually, I, I was like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry right now. <laughs> I'm because more that's about, a new level. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a new level. Really new level. Yeah, that was yeah. the first thing on his mind. That was the first thing. He was like really like, like that's crap. where his moment. He it is so important to him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that important to me. It's important to be fit and to to you know. And yeah. I love how I feel when I'm done. Yeah. Don't yeah. particularly love getting there. I wasn't the first the thing on your to do oh, list no, when I you found out what was going on. Because I would be more like so then for that. Gym membership I've suspended. How much was that a week? Can I now go out for dinner with that money? Yeah, right. That's exactly. how my brain works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was very worried about all of that. Like, yeah. oh my Fair goodness, enough. Gym know. memberships are expensive. Oh, they are very using expensive. Them. I hate to think how much that, like, I, their business model must work mm. on the fact that people sign up and then do, I do, do. do. I was not caring about the no, gym. I'm that was not my priority. Sure I was not. like, my hip feels like it's on fire. But that's fine. Let's just worry about the gym. That's so funny. He said, but you know, we, we all do have different priorities. And we I do. understand that's a really mm. something that's really important to him. Yeah. So, you know. On that note, we might just take a quick break and um, maybe you can cancel your gym membership. Yeah, I need to have a break. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> hey, Shani. Yes. Let's talk about women in sport because in the last year or so there's really been a lot of um, focus on the fact that it's a very unequal playing field in terms of sponsorship payments, so on. I mean, there's a few mm, sports where absolutely. that's not quite the case, like tennis, for example. Absolutely, leading the way. But only because people like Serena Williams have stood up and gone, uh-uh, I am good at this and you will pay me appropriately. Absolutely. You know, but you yourself, you played for Collingwood netball team. Mm. Now that's obviously part of the Collingwood Football Club, which if you're not across AFL, the Collingwood Football Club is one of the original football clubs in the AFL and a very wealthy club. They've yeah. got a lot of um, a lot of members and stuff. So how did it feel being the female aspect of the club that is so heavily male dominated? It was really 
Phenomenal. And it was a real pinch yourself kind of moment. I started playing netball when I was 16 in 2003 and, um, you know, we used to get $1,000 a year and that would go straight to my mum. who used to drive me around to <laughs> all of my training sessions and, you know, we, we got absolutely nothing. And, um, you know, you fast forward to, you know, 14 years later and I'm standing at the Collingwood Football Club and they've had a netball court put in and we've got all their, I guess, sponsors behind us and we've got their fans behind us and, just to see how far we've grown and how far we've come was just amazing. Um, but I think we can't um, be okay with that either. Like we still have so far, or content I guess is the word I'm looking for, because we still have so far to go at the same time. And a lot of people think, oh, all these girls, they came to Collingwood, they're going to be getting all this cash. But it's actually not the case because we got salary capped um, by the league because there's member organisations like Netball Victoria, Netball New South Wales, Netball Queensland that were worried that organisations like Collingwood were going to pay their players too much, um, <laughs> which shouldn't be an issue really what in the shame. first place anyway. And so they've actually limited our capacity to earn by actually doing that as well. So it is a really tricky space and I feel like it's more of a capped mindset rather than a growth yeah. mindset because why cap the people that are trying to push the sport rather than try and grow the organisations that aren't quite there yet? And so for them, they're like, you can't do this, you can't do that. But play, there's only 10 players in a team. Players are always going to go where they're going to go and there's always going to be enough spots to have enough good players in Australia. So what they really need to do is just embrace that. If players like you know can get paid to play or whatever, I was actually, I'm not going to give figures, but probably earning more money when in the old championship with the New South Wales Swifts because there was no cap on it. So they would help me out with my rent. And obviously Sydney is a very expensive place to yes, live yes. Uh, with my utilities. They gave me a car to drive around. And so although I didn't have that much cash in hand, um, the total amount of dollars in regards to a package was actually more in Sydney than what it was down here at the Collingwood mm. Magpie. So um, it is in a really great spot. I was probably one of the fortunate ones that was a full-time athlete because um, I pushed myself a lot in the public profile. I had a lot of ambassador roles, which was amazing. I had seven to eight at one point in time and that allowed me to be a full-time athlete and so I was one of the few females in Australia that could probably ride off that and wow. something I'm very proud of because I worked really hard for it but at the same time I don't want to be the minority either. So um, the more that we can start getting these sponsorship dollars, it is all in the broadcast and how many people are watching and, you know, we had over a million people watch the grand final for the netball which was amazing but, um, you know, we just need those numbers up and up. Um, for the sport to be able to continue to that level. And so I think, you know, everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon and everyone wants to talk about it, but we actually need you at the games. We mm. need you watching the games. We need you turning <laughs> the TV on and, and being a part of it and being, you know, um, I guess action, you know, whether it's the gym, whether it's work, whether it's uh, following and pushing sport, it's the action that counts for I most. guess until you're actually part of that, you don't realise. I know that my little girl now plays a lot of basketball and is very invested and, and you know, for the first time ever, I've started going to games games. Um, and so what's really interesting is I rock up to a, you know, um, women's basketball game and compare it to the men's. And I was like, disgusted. Mm. I'm like, what? This is like a national league. And yeah. this is what the girls get as opposed to what the guys get. And, mm. you know, even for Olivia as a little girl to see that or to go and see the hype at a men's basketball game and then a, a, a women's, you kind of like, why would I come here when, yeah. you know, mm. as a, and it's so hard because I'm pretty sure, and I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure they're different organizations as well. And so it's like, well, how do we make that even? How do we get, we need the people to be able to buy into not only the 
the men's, but obviously also the women's as well. Yeah. Um, but men have just got a head start on us. And so, um, you know, especially for AFL, 70s, like we were saying, mm, they used to work yep. full time and, and now they don't. Whereas we're still at that stage, but we need to catch up. Yeah, yeah exactly right. But, but I think it is getting quicker. behind it. And it's not until you're actually there mm. and you see. That's what I'm saying is like, Absolutely. it's made me really passionate to look, how that's can I support? That. Yeah, how can we support that? How can we get involved? I was like, please let me take your social media over. Like, yeah. How can I help? You know? Yeah. Um, but I think that that's, that's what has to happen. And they're under resourced. Yes, I think totally. sometimes the argument, though, is that the display isn't as good or the conditions that the women are, are playing in aren't as grueling or what have you. But I've just pulled up a thing on the uh, on the wireless internet over here. Mm-hmm. And it's about the surfers. So this happened in uh, June 2018. There was a competition, the Billabong Junior. Absolutely. And, I mean, there's not, I don't think there's a man alive that could look at that and justify why the guy deserves twice as much money as the girl. So, I mean, you know, it's it's a conversation that has to just keep happening over and over because mm. it's Until it's it happens. Silly. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. completely silly. And like you said, it's not fair. It's the same age group, it's the same wave, it's the same, there is no reason apart from being completely degrading that she <laughs> yeah. is, um, you know, able mm. to earn half the money. If I was him, I'd then give her another <laughs> bit of a chunk of his just to just to kind of make up for it. But it is, we do have a long way to go and like you said, um, you know, so thank you for obviously getting me in today because it is this conversation and getting more people that aren't aware mm. of it. I think that's um, a part of it too it. is there is a big part of it that mm. is this lack of awareness. I know that there's a lot of women that would look at, you know, um, these, these um, leagues that are being created that are including mm. women um, that would be like, oh, that's great, but have very little idea as to what that actually means. So I think it's about having the conversation mm. and, you know, continuing to, to show and that. Supporting but it. also and supporting it. as you just said, you know, there's conversation around that it's not the same game or of course it's not the same game because it's a male playing or a female playing. And I think that's Absolutely. part of the issue that we have to bring to it's light. A is sport. It's a different sport altogether. Well, it's been the criticism of the WAFL as well. Yes, which is yeah. the women's Absolutely, version. but it's not the same game. Yeah, so let's not. stop comparing it yeah, to the same also, game. Like something that I'm really passionate about is I saw the growth of netball over a 14-year period and until you get paid, you can't put the time in the gym to have your body fit enough to have a fast-paced game. And so it's not these women's fault, but they can't do that Mm. until they get supported because at the moment they are working full-time hours and training seven to nine times a week and then trying to perform well on the weekend. And then when you look at the big bash, these girls are playing three games a week all over the country. So Mm. I'm, you know, for anyone that says, oh, this brand isn't good enough or whatever it might be, have a look at all the other stuff and what they're dealing with and how amazing they are to be multitasking for the amount of stuff that they are. Put, uh, this sounds, you know, uh, women are fabulous multitaskers. I say this all the <laughs> yeah, time. We yeah. know this. but And not to degrade men because obviously men are physically able to be more stronger than Absolutely. women. Absolutely. They've got more testosterone. Yes. Yes. Absolutely I think right. I've got the same but levels. I don't but, you know. think that. If we put men in that situation, I would love to see how that played out. Absolutely. Let's just put yeah. that out there. Like yeah. I'm not saying, I just think that that, you're right, mm. but then you know what? Then my concern becomes is that something has to give when women yeah. give that much of themselves, and I Absolutely. know that that's their hormone health. Well, and I was going to say, concerned. let's talk um, about your hormones. If you want to make you know men feel a little bit better for a tiny bit, but you know, there <laughs> are men out there that do do that. You know, like the rowers don't get paid. 
paid a lot. Sure, there are right, the volleyballers course. don't get paid a lot. So there are men out there um, that do it, but obviously there's just a lot more male professional leagues out there, and mm. they have the opportunity to probably go and play overseas and get paid somewhere for it. Um, whereas at this moment in time, like Suncorp Super Netball is the second biggest women's league in the world. So you got the WNBA and then Suncorp Super Netball. So it's pretty cool that we're we're leading the way in that as well. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah. So the, I do want to talk a little bit about. I don't know if this is something that's on your radar, but I particularly love to talk about it, and that's hormones and performance. Mm. And no, I'm not talking about hormone enhancing. I'm talking about have you worked out how to look at your menstrual cycle and use it to perform? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I never so did. Yeah, but however. Why are you screwing your nose up only, over there? Because um, I'm trying to work out where you go, oh, I've got my period, today's going to be a good no, but I think um, the scariest thing, which Game? would be really great to get your advice on that, is the scariest thing for female athletes is that the majority in the studies that are done, the majority of girls that do their ACLs are oh. the ones, it's during the menstrual cycle because apparently, correct me if I'm wrong, but our ligaments stretch yes. during that time. So, so it's actually a really scary time um, if it's that time of the month and you're going out so and playing So this is sport. this idea of, um, and I, I, it's a colleague of mine that used the word scaffolding, I'm going to steal her, Ooh, her um Theory, no but, but scaffolding around your menstrual cycle for performance. Mm. So if you know you have your period, what can you do to support your body so that you can still do that? Because a lot of girls get pain, they feel really lethargic. You just mm. said, you know, Absolutely. that there's, there's other risks and injuries involved as opposed to the middle of your cycle where you're going to bring it and you're going to bring it really good. <laughs> yeah. So, so and you can feel the difference too. Totally. You yeah. can totally feel the difference even mm. in the way that you look and mm. feel. Like I know that the, I know that there's certain um, stages of the menstrual cycle where I will actually look in the mirror and go, oh, gosh, you, yeah. you are about to get your period. <laughs> Things, this is not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas opposed to the middle of the cycle where I'll be like, yeah, you got it going on today. Bring it yeah. on, on, So there's this idea of, you know, supporting your body and what can you do under those um, – Circumstances. So the idea is a lot of rest and just focusing on what you need to achieve Absolutely. for that day and not doing anything else. Mm. If you know you have to perform, using certain supplements that are going to help you with that. Yeah. If you know that you know that there's potential injury, how can you minimise that? How can you biohack your cells? How can you use things like magnesium and these things that are going to help you to perform under... Yeah. The circumstances. But, um, but no, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that is such a good thing and it's like something that especially the girls that are developing in those developing leagues um, can definitely do because oh, I think once sure. you get to that elite level, like I know if I'm just – it's more of a tired thing. Like I know if I'm feeling tired, um, whether it's period or whether it's just having an off day, I'm like, all right, game day today, game day tomorrow, not doing anything. Yeah. Like you said, just need to focus in, um, meditation, making sure my nutrition's right, mm. Um you know, and just making sure that I'm focusing in around getting myself up for the game and I have mm. to be extra focused that day. Um, but I would have no idea that that's what and why I was doing that. It was just what I learned over time. So for the girls instinct, that Instinct, was it? It was just instinct, I guess. Yeah. So I just, yeah, what you learn if you're having an off day, which females probably have more of. Exactly, which adds another layer to everything mm. else we were talking mm. about before and having to do all of the things, plus deal with yeah. a menstrual cycle, which is something that men don't have to actually think about. That's yeah. right. Do you think, though, that the support, the scaffold, as you say, is there in a team like that is that is all women? Like, mm. And do you all fall into the same cycle? 
Does that oh, happen? Oh, yes, we do. We sink. Yes. We 100% sink. It's like it might be one or two <laughs> days apart, but as soon as one person gets there, we're like, oh, God, it's going to be a horrible <laughs> couple of days, especially if it's an away trip. You're like, okay, I'm going to go have my own time now. <laughs> Does the training and stuff affect your periods, though? Like I've always been of the thought oh, that, you know, marathon runners absolutely. and stuff quite often will lose and ballet dancers and mm. people that put their bodies under that enormous stress will yeah. lose their periods absolutely. sometimes, don't they? Do- so, and that's where for us nutrition is a huge, huge part of it because mm. um, we put our bodies under so much pressure. Like the amount of training we do I don't think is actually healthy for our bodies. And so, yeah, like majority of the girls, especially the younger girls coming up and through, will just completely lose their period altogether because like I know, you would know more about this now than me and I'm just assuming um, that our bodies need every single little thing that it has so then we just stop having our period. And then, but at the time you don't think anything of it and because you're playing netball, you're almost a bit like, yes, like you didn't get it. it. But you don't realise that it's probably actually a really bad thing. And so then it's not until we get to those mid-20s, you you meet the man of your dreams or not, but you're thinking about having kids, 30, and you're like, where's my period? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, wow. yeah, I do want it to be regular. Mm. Um, you know, some girls don't find out that they've got polycystic ovaries or whatever it might be. And a lot of athletes, Liz Ellis just wrote a book on it as well, actually, and just said, um, oh, I don't know what she said, however, but, you know, it's just more the fact <laughs> that really athletes. Impactful. It was really impactful. I haven't read it, but I know she went through a lot to do it. So sorry about that, Liz. She did. Um, <laughs> however, more the fact just, you know, you know, athletes are only so focused on what we're doing for so long and then as females then we finally do get to 30, 31, 32, 33, sometimes 35 and then try to have kids and, you know, we so should have been trying So this is where we stuff. would call out and say when you notice that it's missing, please come see us. Yes, come and see <laughs> or us. Or someone that can help you because yeah. there's a lot that you can do to support your body um, all the while. So good to know Yeah. I love no, that I'm she knows this stuff. Oh, so do I. Tap, tap, tap yeah. into her brain of stuff. Yeah. Unless so I started seeing her, I was like, teach me your ways. <laughs> Guru. Make my body right. See, I was, I was talking to... before about a cult. Maybe you're starting yes. your own one. Are you going to make everybody wear cult. caftans or what? Maybe. What? No. Jumpsuits? Your jumpsuit yeah, today um, looks amazing. Thank you. I'm going to make them wear Is it called a jumpsuit? Flared. I think it's a jumpsuit. Pants. I don't know. Put a belt on it for everyone listening. I know, right? I got I got a talking Overalls, to one like day. Overalls. Oh, yeah, the sort yeah. of. I went into like a witchery or something one day, and in Sydney, yeah. and the late I said to the lady, "Oh, I'm looking for a pantsuit," and she was like, "Oh, because a pantsuit's like what Julia Gillard used to wear, you yeah, know, like a jacket she and pants." Uh-huh. She just looked at me like, I, "I don't think that's actually what you're looking for." Like, <laughs> what? Looking for? <laughs> don't no, judge me. Jumpsuit. Yeah. I was like, all in one. And oh my god, I love. I'm them. so fashionable. Forward that I just asked for completely the wrong thing. You knew what you wanted. I knew. Well, I know that we could keep on talking about this, but um, where can people tap into you? What What are your social handles? How do they like follow you? Because you're worth following. Yay! Come on my <laughs> journey with me. I make an absolute fool of myself majority of the time. Um, but yes, um, at Shani underscore Layton is my Instagram handle, um, and it's the exact same. Where you like to hang out? Where I like to hang out. Just to hang out at the yeah. handle. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, few months. So I'm actually looking at maybe going and playing a little bit of fun overseas on like little weekend tournaments and, oh, you know, because all the boys like go and play 2020 cricket and all the rest of it. So I'm saying if we can, women can Where go do the same thing. Where are the opportunities to do that? Um, over in England. They've yeah. got a Fast Five weekend competition. Um, Great. And they might look at taking me over, which is very, very exciting. And then going and doing some coaching in Scotland and Dubai as well. So wow. netball being a world sport, that's been one of the best things about it. And um 
yeah, might get into inspired to get into some writing yes. as well. So tap into some creativity. Um, Don't yeah. tell Liz Ellis because she probably won't read it. Oh, no, she won't read it. <laughs> Liz, read my book. Or I will. Sorry, that was a bit loud. Um, I will just make it an audio book so that she can just listen to me. Oh, that's you know, when she goes to bed at night. Yeah, well, I found yeah. an audio book. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Today. Thanks for having me, team. Um, no, well. We love it when you listen in and give us feedback about mm-hmm. what you like, who you want us to feature. Yes. Um, and we also do like it when people rate us, don't we? Oh, you love a rating. I love a rating too. And to be honest, we hadn't released a few for a while, so the ratings hadn't changed. I looked the other day. Oh, so, But we do love that. Yeah, five stars, please no rate pressure. us. Yeah, yeah. Five star. It means, means mm-hmm. we get to get more cool guests on yes. for you. And we love bringing you ideas and concepts and, and, you know, things that you can just go put that in my little tool bag for mm. when that affects me or the people I love. Yeah, That's absolutely. what we're here for at the Wellness yeah, Collective. Totally. So until next time, we hope you're feeling <laughs> happier, healthier and better than us. <laughs> 